Yeah, but I just told her to fuck off. Thanks. Well, I mean, sometimes... Oh, hey. <laughs> loser! You're a loser! Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be! Ugh. <laughs> Woo! Oh, we are back in the studio! Back in that ass up. Wait, what? No, wrong song. It's something wrong like show. that. Yeah, I think you're on the you're on point <laughs> to a degree. I, I dig it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? My name's Greg. This is Beauregard. And we're, we're offended. offended. It's another week without old David. I know. It's all right. He's coming back soon. I'm start putting up wanted ads or something. <laughs> Help wanted ads on <laughs> Craigslist. <laughs> we need a third for our podcast. Hurry. I mean, when you interview people for the other job and they don't work out, it's them this way. That's right. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> Just kidding, Dave. Or am I? Just kidding, buddy. <laughs> it's all right. He didn't listen to the last one. I would have seen. So we're good. Oh, we, man. Can say, we can say whatever we want about him, I think. <laughs> I think we're all right. We just keep going and keep going until we're literally just screaming, fuck Dave, until he listens to the episode. Yeah. Like, oh, man, you really missed a good one last week, buddy. You should really check that out. It's just 10 minutes of <laughs> We should just start our all, a whole new string of inside jokes mm. <laughs> during these podcasts so that uh, he's just completely out of the loop for when he comes back. That's a good idea. I'll send you my notes. For those of you who don't know, um, we Dave and I are in a band. Uh, the name of Allegedly. Me, allegedly. <laughs> Oh, I love our band names so much. Uh, and so we we had to get ready for a big gig. We played an Oktoberfest uh, up in a local resort town here in Idaho. And um, we had a lot of practicing to do. We lost our drummer. And so we had about two, three weeks to, to get me back on the drums and up to snuff so that I could sing all of our songs and play drums adequately. And uh, I think it went pretty well. You were there. No, it went great. I'm just wondering how you lost a drummer. I mean, it's not exactly a packet of fucking peanuts. You know, it's like the Entwives. We just, we <laughs> lost him. Uh, I don't know where he went. If you see him, let us know. <laughs> no, the show went great. Uh, you guys sounded good. And no one knew, like, none of those people knew that there used to be four, and now there are three. So they were like, oh, this is cool. You guys did so much with three people. I think it went pretty well, yeah. We seemed to get pretty good crowd response. Um, it was a it was a light <clears throat> crowd to begin with. We, we were the very, we were the opener, so... Oh, yeah, it's noon on a Saturday. Most people, <laughs> including myself, if I wasn't there, would have been still in bed. Yeah. Well, they had done. Uh, they had. They had had a, um, uh, a a time slot. You know, the previous night they were there from like four to nine or four to ten or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the the people who were partying, who were planning on coming back for day two, I'm sure were just recovering around three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right about as we got off stage is when I noticed a huge influx of people show up to the field. Uh, it, there were like there were several hundred people at, I think when we when we oh, yeah. finally left the stage there that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, there was there was probably a good hundred when you guys were taking your break. Yeah, it was nice. It was a uh, it was good. Uh, I didn't hear a lot of um, of crowd noise or anything. Everyone was kind of doing their own thing, playing bar games and having a good time and doing the thing. And um, you know they weren't really focused on us. We were background noise, but I feel like we we played pretty good background noise for the for the whole part. Game. Yeah, we played our part. <laughs> did a good did a good job and. Uh, I was impressed with how good the sound was um, coming. I mean, they had like a professional audio setup there with uh, with real amplification. It was like the videos that you guys showed me; you could hear everything crystal oh, yeah. clear. It, mm-hmm. it was amazing. I was like, "Wow, this is this is amazing." Yeah, I was gonna try to get some tips on how to set their shit up, but uh, yeah, I was way more. They were being super secretive with it. They're like, "Nope, we're not showing you shit." Like, why are you staring at my shoulder, man? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? He's trying to get tips and tricks, man. Tips and tricks. Yep. <clears throat> but it was cool. It was it was one for the home team. Uh, I think I think we did a good job, and uh, I'm excited to see where this all goes going forward. That might be like the biggest venue we ever play, um, <laughs> but hopefully we play bigger crowds at some point or another. <laughs> yeah. We're training Bo up here to be our uh, our sound guy. So we allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, <laughs> he's going to be the alleged sound guy. Yeah. Twist some mouths and drink some beer. I mean, come on. It's not a hard gig. Being the sound guy is... Uh, is... Then the venue lets me drink for free because I showed up and twisted some knobs. How cool was that? <laughs> we were like, that was that was pretty nifty. I ended up with an extra Stein. I don't know if I stole yours on accident or what, but mm. I have two full-sized beer Steins. So if you're missing one, I've got well, it. Make sure I got mine. 
I managed in my pocket. I managed to get an extra one at some point. I don't know whose it is. Uh, <clears throat> it's fine. Yeah, memories. Well, speaking of the home team, I did want to briefly bring up just our, as our little intro segment here. Um, uh, I wanted to talk about home teams and uh, you know just reference a recent Boise State game that <clears throat> uh, that I just saw the ending of. Mm. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know. Uh, Boise State, uh, the Broncos are here. You know they're the local Idaho favorite these days. They're the best. Just ask them. They're amazing. Just just ask anyone uh, who's on the team, and they'll tell you. Um, and we had a lot of hype back. Uh, what was it? Ten years ago. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. It, it was. It was a big deal. Like we were big actually making a big push, and you know there was a lot of hype, and uh, it seems to have fallen off a little bit. There's a. Uh, the, as far as the skill level, right? Know. The hype's still there. The hype is definitely still there, <laughs> but the but the skill set has dropped off significantly. We were we are underperforming in a big way. We're one and two right now, which is very rare for this program uh, in the last twenty years. We've we've had a pretty good run, and so the expectation is there that we're going to continue to have good runs. And I find it hilarious that like every every program that has its fan base of dedicated folks feels the exact same way about their team, their home team. Mm. Like our guys are the best. We could definitely succeed at whatever level. It doesn't matter. We are the fucking tits. We're number one. And don't you question us, but it is fervent in this area, man. That one little run of success that we had mm-hmm. uh, back in the day has has had long term impact on, on this community. It affected the economy around here. Oh, I mean, for sure. Literally, BSU merch stores popped up. <laughs> yeah, like I remember the first time going into Fred Meyer, and there's mer- like a merch section for BSU. If you want to buy a blue fucking shirt, <laughs> <laughs> just a just a solid blue shirt. <laughs> Some orange trim on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was the weirdest thing when I started seeing them. I'm like, oh, maybe it's like game season time or something. And then, no, no. Just any then time it's in of another year. store, and then another store, and then it's there in the winter and in the summer. Blue and orange, man. Like, what an odd combo, but people wear it proudly. They are people all about it. their cars blue and orange. Oh. My old boss several years ago painted his four wheeler blue and orange. It was hideous. Yowza. It was just like this lame blue oh. spray paint. That's not good. And he didn't do a lot of prep, so there's like paint bubbles. <laughs> and it was like so much blue, there was barely any orange. I so it was it. like this blue four-wheeler with orange trim. It looked like he just had bought mismatched parts. That's so bad. That's so bad. Like, I couldn't find a blue uh, <laughs> a blue handlebar, so I got an orange one. Dude, I'm not unconvinced at this point that this whole influx of folks from the <clears throat> West Coast is because of the, the success of our football team. It put us on the map. Like, all of a sudden, people were like, oh, Boise. What's going on in Boise? Oh, man. Time machine. I think so. I really believe. Go back in time, break somebody's knee. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go back, take out our star quarterback, Kellen Moore, and uh, and just prevent this fucking influx of retards that are coming in from the West Coast that don't know how to use a turn signal. I'm still convinced to this day. That they just don't install turn signals uh, on vehicles that are built on the or built or distributed to the West Coast. Mm. Like, it's not a theory. Dude, it's it makes no sense to me whatsoever that these guys can't. Or, or my favorite, my absolute favorite move is when someone starts changing lanes and then halfway through they're like, "Oh yeah, that's right, turn signal." Oh, yeah, I'm in Idaho. Oh my! I better give them one flash. <laughs> one flash as I'm already changing lanes. Oh, retards. A bunch of fucking retards from SoCal. Did you move here for the blue merch? Maybe. Maybe that's all it Start was. Burning down merch store. <laughs> you know, blue and orange, they look they really look great together. I should I should go move up there. <laughs> uh, but we were yeah, we were like an undiscovered little area of the country that no one really knew about. Uh anytime I would travel and I'd be like, I'm from Idaho, they'd be like, Oh, potatoes. And I'm like Potatoes, you got or, it. Or they say where? Where? Yeah. Where is that? Oh, Iowa. Yeah, you guys <laughs> have a lot of corn, right? <laughs> I guess that one when I was in Maine. Iowa? No, Idaho. Where is that? Well, you just go to Iowa and then you drive like another eighteen hours. I think that's a great endorsement of the main, the Mainer uh, mentality and an education level that they're like Idaho. 
where is that? It's one of the 50 states here. You know what? Never mind. It's fine. Never mind. Just stay here. (laughs) I'll send you a blue shirt. (laughs) They also, when they find out where you're from, then they want to tell you that their potatoes are better. It still blows my mind that Maine is like so obsessed with their potatoes. They're like, oh, we got to stop driving right now. Go to this little diner and I'm going to get you some potatoes. No. Our potatoes are so amazing. We're going to just smother them with vinegar and salt. That's how the good they are. So you, I don't think you guys understand how this works. I think you're a little confused on the premise of how how this works. Ah. You know, it's me a Glock fanboys. Bunch of Glock fanboys. Interesting. Yeah, because Glock people are like they'll tell you that Glocks are the only handgun you should ever buy. Ah. They're the best handgun in the world. They're reliable. Blah blah. And then they'll buy one and spend the same price that they bought it for on upgrades. <laughs> Yeah, that's so yeah, right. This is my Glock's best gun in the world, but I replaced the sights, I replaced the barrel, I replaced the spring, <laughs> replaced the trigger. Oh, what what about it is still a Glock? <laughs> you got you're confused. The main me. plastic grip. Uh, I've been looking at some Walther PPKs lately. Classic. Yeah, just I mean, they look they look pretty great. I gotta I gotta get into uh, into a sportsman's or an outdoors uh, and uh, and. And get get one in my hands. See how I feel. I was gonna about hum it. the James Bond theme song, but all I come up with was the Mission Impossible. <laughs> uh, there you go. Mission Impossible is what I'm singing there. Yeah. He's my backup singer now. It's what I do, ladies and gentlemen. Just coming in hot to try and help with uh, with some of the segments here. Speaking of segments, I think it's uh, time to move on. Bo, what are you offended by this week? What you got for me? Um. God damn. I was on the tip of my tongue until you started singing. Fuck. I can't remember. Hey, that's no problem. Let me hit you with mine real quick. Yeah. Hit me up. All right. The thing that's that just is getting in my craw this whole last week is the phrase "this day and age." Mm. Well, you know, in this day and age, fuck you. It's always this day and age. Like you don't get to use that phrase as as a way to quantify what's happening now. Mm. It's just yeah. now. This is now, right as it it's is. Now, now. Yeah, it's now, now. <laughs> Plus, people are using this day and age to talk about things that have happened for the last twenty years. That's not this day and age in this day and age you're outdated on your fucking phraseology i know that i know that because i'm a phraseologist no i hear it the most when i'm watching these uh these cop interaction videos and uh every time you know some guy with a cell phone who's just recording and the cops are like well it's in this day and age it's really suspicious and you know you might be a terrorist it's like really in this day and age how many terrorist attacks have happened, you moron? Like these these cops have their heads right up their asses. This day and age we have cell phones. The last day and age we didn't. That's the difference. That's the real difference, man. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you've never seen a cell phone before? <laughs> this looks suspicious to you? A guy <laughs> holding a cell phone? You're only 40, come on. In this day and age, people use cell phones. Is that is this a new thing that we have to be worried about? Oh, breaker, breaker! We got a guy with a cell phone. Uh, I'm gonna need, uh, I'm gonna need you to roll code three down here. Uh, I need backup stat. He's taking my photo. Quick, tackle him. Taser. Wait, no, can't yell taser. Might get the wrong gun out. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, this whole this day and age argument just, just, it's so stupid. It's like, so are we just going to keep track of all of the trends that are happening at all times and just modify them? Can we talk about them in retrospect? Like, day and age 2.1. Can I get get a version on the day and age, common, But in this day and age, version (laughs) 2.7. Oh, man. It's clearly out of the bounds. You can't. (laughs) Day and age 1.1, you could do that. It's just crazy. Like, Like, day and age 1.1, you could say kike. This day and age, at two point seven, you cannot. You cannot, honestly, man. I don't. I think you could start spouting kike around, and people wouldn't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Because this day and age, no one knows. Because this day and age, no one fucking gives a fuck. 
Oh, that's that is that is the oddest of uh, racial slurs to me. I don't get it. Like, I don't either. I don't understand the history of it. Like, if you if you want to look it up, but I'm gonna need my my VPN. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good call. <laughs> well, in this day and age, you got to use a VPN. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like the new normal phrase. I hate that one too. Yeah, it's th- th- this whole this whole strand of like shit that people are spouting off. Uh, it bothers me, and and I, and I understand this is cyclical. This happens all the time. Everyone's got their little phrase that they're doing, uh, but the whole this day and age thing really fucking bothers me. It's like, pick one. Is it this day or this age? Because uh, I, I think we've moved past the age where cameras are suspicious, right? Like I think cell phones are no longer suspicious. He's got a cell phone. Tackle him. He must be a drug dealer. <laughs> He's like. If you're really worried about terrorists, then every guy with a cell phone would be a suspect because that's how we're setting off Maybe these that's bombs. Maybe <laughs> I guess. I don't fucking know. Well, in this day, like this day specifically, like today, or... Yeah, you didn't see any cell phones yesterday. It, it, this is the or first the time. <laughs> it makes sense maybe in like rural Iowa, you know, where they grow potatoes. Um, <laughs> where, where you guys, you see a guy with a cell phone and, He's a witch! Burn him! He's a witch! Him in a cornfield with a, a cell phone. He's pointing a cell phone at me, so I shot him because I thought it was maybe a gun. It was one of those new flat guns that has a that has a light that points right at me. Uh, have you seen those fold-up guns? I have seen some of these uh, collapsible guns. It's pretty they, interesting. They look kind of cool, but they're only one shot. I mean, one shot's all you need if you're doing it right, allegedly. <laughs> The thing that the thing that I love uh, recently is the three D printed guns. Okay. I'm all for that. Like these whole, well, you can't just three D print a gun. There's no serial number. Oh yeah, yeah, because serial numbers are super hard to get rid of off of guns. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. I want to start making Franken guns. Just putting my own serial numbers on different parts of the gun, just to really confuse the cops. You know, <laughs> just just to really throw them for a loop. It's got three different serial numbers. Ah, I better close the case. We uh, <laughs> can't solve this one. Uh, I saw a guy who got in trouble for making his own guns and putting serial numbers. He thought he was doing the right thing. Putting his own serial numbers on? Put his own serial numbers, kept track of it in his own little paper folders, and was selling them to people. Awesome. That seems like the right thing to do. And then got arrested for illegal manufacturing of firearms. Because <laughs> if there's no serial number and they're your own guns, then it's fine. But then when you falsify records. He didn't, what? He didn't falsify anything. There were like 001, 005. He was the manufacturer. <laughs> I, I, he didn't pay the man his fee, though. Oh, well, you got you to gotta do that. You got to pay the man their fee. He didn't get the uh, the $3 million license that it probably takes to yeah. be a gun manufacturer. Well, you can do that. You just have to get a license. How much is the license? $12 million. Yeah, easy. Easy breezy. You just pay that, and then you're in the clear. It's like this uh, $200 tax on guns. I've argued with some people. They're like, well, you know, it's not that bad. It's for safety. It's only 200 bucks. Safety. Get the fuck out. So it's dangerous unless I pay $200, <laughs> then it's not dangerous. Yeah, that completely negates the danger. <laughs> well, in this day and age, you really need the taxes on guns, because otherwise we can't. Well, uh, and the $200 tax started when a Tommy gun with a drum mag was $200. So they basically doubled the cost. Wow. I mean, back when people were buying Tommy guns back in the 20s, 200 bucks is a lot. Yeah. That's a huge tax. Yeah. Good Lord. That'd probably be like five grand a day. <laughs> probably. Buying a nice machine gun for three grand and paying a three grand tax. Jesus Christ. I feel like if Jesus were alive today, he would have a gun. I think he'd have an AR-15. Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With that extra little button, you know. America's gun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, he'd either have, uh, no, no, he'd, he'd be rocking a Kalashnikov, for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, people seem to forget that he's from that area. Yeah, he would just bury it in the desert, come back a couple years later, it's, you know, shake the sand out, it worked just fine. That's the one that was so rusted apart, like, the wooden grips were rotted off and the thing was rusted, and they, like, hammered the action open, dumped a bunch of literal motor oil in it, yeah. worked a little bit, put a mag in, and... Start firing. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, hmm. Fuck, dude. AKs are the shit. Oh, they're so good. And it's great for when you want to put 20 rounds in the side of the deer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you really want that deer to know who's boss. 
You don't have to fire Tony. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I usually use it on cattle because because uh, I'm looking for that Swiss cheese, right? So you know you. <laughs> You shoot 20 rounds in the side of the cattle. You get that so Swiss So if you shoot beef. a brown cow, do you get chocolate cheese? I think you do. <laughs> a nice brown cheese. Woo! Uh, uh, yeah, no, pretty soon it's going to be like, you can only go hunting with the 22. Single, single shot, bolt action, no mag. And every bolt has a serial number. Well, in this day and age, it's for your safety. Right. Right, because there's so many people that are using guns inappropriately. I just, it makes me want to start using hammers inappropriately so that, or forks for that matter, just so we can get a ban on forks. You know, you can only have a spork or a spoon, but forks or are you pay $200 and have a fork license. You get your fork license. What are we in the UK now? I, I mean, what I can tell you is that sounds forking ridiculous. <clears throat> your jokes have to be spoon fed. Yeah. Ah, ah, coming in hot with the spoon joke. With no, that was Thanks great. That was perfect. Thanks for being here all week. Dude, yeah, well, the UK is seeing an increase in crime ever since they banned their guns. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's just such a stupid argument. Like, we're going to take guns off the streets so people can't adequately defend themselves. You know, that'll make them safer. Yeah. Because the criminals, they'll certainly abide by the laws. Well, people aren't dying from gun crime anymore. They're just getting stabbed to death and macheted. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Prison culture has reached the streets in its fullest form. <sighs> Gotta love it. They're, they're eating shitty burritos and shanking each other. Now I want to do that, that caption where it's like capitals with a clapping sign in between. It's like, I clap, love, clap, progress, clap. <laughs> Say a louder for the people in the back. You don't know what you... God damn it, that's exhausting in, in real life. Yeah, it only works on Twitter. Fuck. Right I guess if you're a sassy black woman, you could probably get away with that. You know, like, they, they seem to have the right cadence. I've, I've heard some sassy black women spout off like that, and it's, uh, it works. They got, they, they've got the lock. In this day and age, really, <laughs> only they can pull that off. And, uh, and I'm okay with that. You know, it's it's fine. You see Nicki Minaj went against a narrative? Oh, yeah, I did. And, the, man, they are getting on her ass, her her silicone-injected ass <laughs> in a big way. <laughs> the best meme I saw about that was uh, uh, they showed an early picture of Nicki Minaj and then a recent picture where she's, you know, fairly stick-figured, and then now she's got uh, bumps on both sides of her body. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, you don't like injections? <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that one. Oh, it was pretty funny. I did see a bunch of her followers were like riding at the CDC headquarters back east somewhere. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all it took was one sassy black woman who can't speak English to say something. And now, now the left is eating itself again. Yeah, it's kind of perfect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm okay with, I'm okay with, in this day and age, I'm okay with the left oh, uh, hamstringing themselves just a little bit. <clears throat> I just, I still, I don't get this phrase in this day and age. Like, yeah, don't ages like last a long time? Ages are a long time. Like, like the age of, you know, the dark age was several hundred years. Yeah, the dark the age. information age was a hundred years. It lasted a while. <laughs> it lasted a long you, while. You don't just get to call every new day an age. Like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start flipping the script on it. You know, in this era. This epoch. <laughs> well, in this epoch. We went from arrows to guns, and uh, clearly, you know... Guns are superior. Honestly, man, I would be way more suspicious of a guy walking down the street with a bow and arrow, just, like, at the ready, than I would with a guy with a rifle strung over his back. Like, if I saw a dude with a rifle over his back, I'd be like, oh, that guy is making... He's protesting. A, he's protesting, <laughs> he's making a statement, like, he's, he's open carrying, cool, not a problem. But if a dude is just walking around with a compound bow and an arrow, like, a quiver just hanging at his hip or on his True. back... I would be like, I'm going to look left and right. If there's no LARPers, I'm running. Dude, I am getting the fuck out of there and for <laughs> sure calling my local law enforcement. <laughs> there's a guy with a bow and arrow. <laughs> like, I'm going to go to my car and get my gun. This is a real problem. <laughs> we need to start registering and putting serial numbers on every single arrow out there. <laughs> we need to track 
<laughs> well, you can tell by the ballistic flight path of this arrow that it came specifically from this from point no. <laughs> oh! You see the guy in the protest last year who shot somebody with a bow? No. An old guy. He was in the middle of a protest that he shouldn't have been at. And his car started getting swarmed. So he steps out. I think he was in a little old pickup, probably with Trump flags or something. But he gets out, and he's like pointing a bow at people. And then they started throwing rocks and trying to hit him. So he releases one arrow, and then, of course, there's reload time, and he just got swarmed and stomped. Oh, no. <laughs> I think he lived, but... If I was ever in a shitty situation, I would point a bow at people, but, it, you know, it'd be you. <laughs> they'd probably run away. They'd be like, oh, shit, it's a bow. No, run! <laughs> What's the model of that bow? Oh, it's a lever. <laughs> uh, it's an angry... Angry leaper in this day and age. It's an ang- in this day and age, you really got to be careful about uh, about what kind of bow you take out to protests. There was that guy that pulled a sword too at a protest last year. Now that's ridiculous. That guy he is got retarded. Yeah, like you don't. If it's in its scabbard, you're fine. The moment it leaves your scabbard, you, very clearly you have nefarious intent. You're being a moron. Leave that bow. In it was a moron. He was trying to defend his pawn shop. Oh well. And he pulled out a sword? A sword. Oh, my God. He should have just left. Dude, this feels like a scene from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? Like, he was in there looking at like looking at the hammers, the chainsaw, the baseball bat. <laughs> saw the sword. He chose the Tori Hanzo. <laughs> <laughs> he should have brought the gimp. What was he doing? Pulling out a sword? What a retard. I know. Like, the first time he swung and missed, he got swarmed and killed. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> Fuck. In this day and age, with guns around, you can't you can't just pull out a sword. You can't bring a knife to a gunfight, as it were. Not in this day and age. It's like honestly, man. I feel like um, if I showed up, uh, if one guy showed up holding a cell phone, you know, just taking photos, and another guy showed up with a giant like 1990s shoulder camera. <laughs> Taking taking video, they'd leave that guy alone. They'd be like, you know what, fuck that guy. We're going after the cell phone guy because he's probably live streaming to Instagram right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the live footage of these protests has been pretty phenomenal. I will say, there are some absolute retards out there for sure on both sides. Oh, yeah. My my favorite is when people are. Like just protesting, doing their thing relatively peacefully, and then the uh, the counter protesters come up and they just start being complete asshats, just complete mm. dickholes, and and it's on both sides, you know, like whether it's the the people that are that are protesting uh, Planned Parenthood or it's the people protesting, you know, the COVID lockdowns, whatever, whoever is doing the actual protesting, they they are pretty tame for the most part. They're chanting, they're being loud, they're doing their thing, whatever. But it's always the counter-protesters that cause the problem. They mm-hmm. come up, and they're just like, You're killing babies! You're the worst! I can't believe you! How dare you bring your child into this event! Ah! Oh, that squeak was the best. That was perfect timed. But those guys are the ones causing the real problem. And then you get the counter-counters. Oh, good and lord. counter-counter-counters. And then you lose count. You know, the original counter-protest happened in the 50s at the Woolworths with a bunch of black folks sitting at a counter protesting. Mm. That was the first counter-protest. And we should keep it that way. But it's not going to happen in this day and age. You know, in this day and age, you gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you really got to go out and make a statement. And, it's, and if it's not Instagrammable, it didn't happen. Right. That's, that's the real lesson I think I'm learning here. <laughs> if you aren't trending... Then you failed. If you just go back home. I did see one, uh, like, I think it was a month ago when the, the protests were starting back up in, I think it was in Portland or Seattle. I saw a guy dressed as a Roman legionnaire. Yes. He didn't have a sword, but he had a shield and the skirt and the helmet. And he was just wailing on people. Like, people would run at him, and he would just, like, shield slam them nice. over his shoulder. It was great. That's like, Sparta kicked them into phenomenal. the crowd. It was pretty good until he got pepper sprayed and cried. But Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you and I got pepper sprayed, we'd probably cry. And they'd be like, can I get some fucking tortillas with that? 
Where's some uh, tacos? Oh, uh, a quick brief uh, aside. Uh, I made some hot sauce today. Mm. Uh, Dave made some hot sauce uh, a couple weeks ago and gave us a bottle. And that shit is great. The stuff I tried to make today is hot. As, it was jalapenos. It's just mm. jalapenos that had, that had turned red on the vine. And that shit is insanely hot. I, I really, th- these are the hottest jalapenos I've ever cr- come across in my life. It's, I, I can't explain it. That's saying a lot because Greg and I both have like 20 different Reaper and habanero sauces in our Jesus Christ. I courses. love me some hot sauce. I will get, I get down to the point where, like, if it makes me cry, I'm a happy camper. This mm-hmm. stuff, I was like, I spilled a little out of the side of the blender and I like did a little finger swipe and tasted it. And I was like, holy sh, what the fuck am I making? <laughs> This is this is poison, dude. In this day and age, I can get arrested for this shit. You're making pepper spray in your kitchen. Basically, dude. As I was, as we finally got it into a bottle, and I was cleaning out the little Cuisinart, little mini Cuisinart that we have, and just the the spray was kind of coming up in the air, and I was like, oh god, what have I done? Well, I got some in my, I got some in my eyes and my nose, and it was, it was that that shit is uh, super thick and super spicy. Reminds me of a girl here. here. <laughs> uh, Speaking of pepper spray in the kitchen, this uh, girl I know, she will be unnamed, but she'll know who she is. But her her boyfriend got her a little pepper spray keychain, and he was talking to her about, like, you should practice using it or whatever, and then I'll get you another one. So one day when she was home alone, she's like, I do want to know how this works. How do you take the safety off? How far does it spray? So she sprayed in her kitchen sink. Oh, no. They had to spend two days at her parents' house. Oh, no. Indoors? Oh, <laughs> in no. In her kitchen. And then she turned on the water and tried to wash it down. No. Oh, no. So then it was just like in the air. So then she told him oh, she no. left. And he got home to open the windows. He said by the time he walked through and opened the windows and left, he was crying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's crazy. Them bitches is crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Well, it sounds like you made some last night. Or today, or whatever. Today, it was, it was yeah. today during my lunch break. I was just like, "Oh, that's right. These, I've got all these." I mean, they were little tiny guys. They were like inch long jalapenos off the little plants we had in our pot out back. And uh, I had a bunch of them that popped up and then started turning red as the as the season changed. I was like, "Great, harvest all these. They're too small for poppers. I'm going to make a little <clears throat> hot sauce out of them." And I just I looked up a couple recipes, melded them all together. I was like, "All right, I think I got an idea of what I want. It tastes good. I think it tastes pretty good." Uh, but good lord, good lord, this They're shit like is one cup. How about four? Hot. Dude, it is so hot. These peppers were fucking fire. We'll have to try it and then we can talk about it. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna definitely give you a sample. You're gonna get a little taster of this. Sweet, I love waking oh. up at 6 a.m. to shoot. Woo. <laughs> yeah, well, in this day and age, it's <laughs> <laughs> this day and age, you don't have to go outside. All right, let's uh, we've hit the midpoint. Let's uh, uh, that's really quick. Let's take a brief break. I love that sound. It's so ominous. <laughs> uh, let's let's hit another segment here. So Bo brought uh, from New Belgium. We've got the. It's another iteration of the Voodoo Ranger. For all of you who are not in the know. Uh, New Belgium does a, a Voodoo Ranger, and they've got like what six different versions of it now. Yeah, it's uh, this they, is one of the first IPAs I ever had. My buddy gave me one like ten years ago. I'm like, what the hell are you drinking? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it smells and tastes terrible. Uh, and now we can't get enough of IPAs. That's just it. it uh, your palate just kind of adapts, and you're like, this is amazing. <laughs> I, I I taste beers now that don't have enough hops in them, and I'm just like, this is dog shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are, what am I drinking? This has no flavor. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like, oh, we only have Coors Light. Give me ice water. Because at least I have ice in it. It's like, honestly, I, I liken it to uh, Tapatio or Cholula. Like, if someone's just, I'm like, hey, do you have any hot sauce that I can put on this? And they're like, well, we've got Tapatio. I'm like, I will eat this plain. <laughs> thank, thank you very Hand much. Hand me the pepper grinder. Yeah, just, just <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a new one. A hazy. I don't think I've had a hazy of theirs. It's a six nine. Ooh, nice. six point nine. Nice. And it has the uh, like the ninety nine two thousand styled art on it, and it's called V two K instead of Y two K. I love the art that's on this. The guy is wearing the over the ear headphones. He's got big sunglasses. 
a disc man sitting on his hip. I mean, this guy looks like the cool dude in 99. Yeah, yeah. He looked like that guy. You're like, I want to be that guy. <laughs> I want to walk, man, but they're like $65. <laughs> Let's give this chase here. Let's do it here. And I already snuck into one, so this is my second one. Oh, that's nice. That's got like um, that's got almost a juicy vibe. It's got um, hold on, that's like a fruit punch kind of a characteristic to it. Okay, the V two K IPA. So it's the Voodoo two thousand. So it's a throwback to the two thousands. But I think they're styling after Y two K. Did that really taste like uh, like one of those fruit punch? Uh, uh, those Trulies? Yeah, like Truly or Sparks or or uh, oh God, four four locos that you would get uh, back in the day. No, I don't want this. This kind of has that like fruit punchy kind of a vibe to it. Um, I'm digging it. This this tastes great, dude. This is this is dangerous. This is a six niner. I could go. This is a crushable beer. I could drink through. Uh, now it's getting a little bit late in the season. Um, you know, it's starting to get a little bit chilly out. Uh, so I could, you know, I'm, I'm looking for like sours and saisons and a little bit more stouter beers. But dude, this is dangerous. This is super. In the summertime, dangerous. like mowing the yard and shit on a Saturday. Dude, if I had these mowing the yard, <laughs> I would. I'd be, You'd have four or five of them, and then I'd be in a tough spot. Where am I? Yeah. <laughs> Just doing snow angels in my fucking front yard after finishing mowing. This is pretty good. This I'm is on great. My, I guess I'm on my third one now. Holy shit! Holy shit, Bo! Yeah. Beauregard's hitting it hard. <laughs> well, in this day and age, you got to get more and more flavor into your beers, or what are you going to do? You know. All right. Well, that does. I mean, this is this is a phenomenal beer. I actually really like this beer. Um, New Belgium. You know, I've been hit and miss on New Belgium over the last ten years. They had a really good run for a long time. You know, the Fat Tire. Um, they had a couple others. The the fifteen fifty four Abbey Ale. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. You know, they they had a really really good run there for a while, where they had some solid solid offerings to bring to the table in the, in the early days of craft beer. Uh, mm-hmm. New Belgium was was on point. They were doing a great thing. And then they fell off really hard. Fat tires started sucking really bad. I, you know, they sold out. So they're, I'm sure their recipe changed and their ingredients, uh, the quality wasn't as good. Uh, the Voodoo Ranger kind of brought them back in, into my spectrum. I was like, oh, shit. Voodoo Ranger is actually doing the, the right thing. Like, this is a, a solid beer being offered by New Belgium again. This this might be the pinnacle for me. Like, this is, they're, they're back in the game with this beer for me. I, I like this a lot. I, I could definitely dr- see myself drinking this or, or you know, purchasing this. Mm-hmm. All right. Well done, New Belgium. They're they're getting their shit back together. Way to go, uh, ABN Bev. <laughs> Stealing market share from the little guys. One, one brewery at a time. America. <laughs> All right. Let's bring it back around. What are you offended by this week? And then, I'm sorry, what are you offended by in this day and age? Oh, God. <laughs> you, sir. <laughs> they actually kind of touched on it with your uh, your protest comments about Planned Parenthood. So I wanted to talk about everyone being upset about Texas's law. Oh, yeah, the abortion law. Yeah, the, yeah. the bounty... Uh, <laughs> You know, we we really care about the unborn life, but once you're born, and if you're retarded, we're going to electrocute you. Law. Right, yeah. right. Or leave you on the street homeless because you can't take care of your kids. Well, yeah, you know, it's once you're once you're alive, it's your fault that you <clears throat> fucked up. Right. So I made an argument, and I've gotten this argument a few times, especially on the internet. Um, there's this Liberty page I've been following for a couple of years. Good stuff most of the time, but when this came about, they started posting all this weird shit. To the point where they're like, someone needs to get the government involved. The government needs to, the federal government needs to uh, reverse this mayor's decision or governor's decision. So I started arguing with them, like just poking and prodding, like, dude, what are you talking about? I thought you were Liberty Page. And then uh, over the last few days, it's turned into hours of my time arguing with him and some of his followers. <laughs> to the point where I got shared on someone else's page talking about the argument. Nice. And they shared my comments saying that they agreed with me. It was pretty funny. So I'm like almost instant famous now. Oh, shit. Well, it's basically saying like, your argument is that people use this as birth control. They'll abuse it. 
But the kind of people that would do that are the kind of people that are not great people. And they're going to raise children that are not great people. So why don't we just let the garbage take the garbage out? <laughs> uh, yeah, I got several hundred comments back over nice. the last few days. Nice. People well were like, <laughs> They were like, sounds like you're pro-poor people genocide. I just laughed. And then someone else shared my comment to another page. They're like, sounds like alpha mindset to me. <laughs> and then people oh. are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, all I'm saying is these trashy people are going to do it either way. They're going to find a way to do it. Or they're going to have these kids and leave them in a dumpster. Or they're going to try to abort them at home and end up dying or having retarded children. <laughs> or they're going to be born and be like poor and homeless gutter people. Yeah. Like at a certain point, like if they don't want the kid, then why bring the kid into that? That's not right for the kid or for us to have to take care of it. I do. I'm, I'm all on board with that argument. Like, I think I get what Texas is doing here. They're they're trying to make like a, they're trying to plant a flag in the ground and being like, we are conservative, regardless of what Austin thinks. We are conservative. <laughs> but at a certain point, like people are gonna do whatever they want. Like we we are a libertarian society at its core, and that's this is why we, people break the law. It's why people speed. It's why people do drugs. Like they're they're gonna do whatever they want, regardless of the consequences. Like let's just accept that, right? Let let's accept that as a society, and go ahead and let them do that shit that they want to do, regardless of what we think. Like, yeah. What does it matter? What does it matter if if even if they're eight and a half months pregnant and they want to get an abortion? How does that affect you? How does it affect you? Like. Unless you are a relative of that person, and even if you're a relative of that person, how does that affect you? Correct. It really only affects you if you're the father or mother of that unborn child. Like, that's the only person that's truly affected by that decision. I just find it weird that the libertarians are jumping on board of it. That's bizarre. I feel like that board got infiltrated. Like, that doesn't <laughs> even make sense to me. They're like... You know, one day they'll be saying gun laws are stupid because people are going to buy guns anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. We need to bring the federal government in to stop abortions. Huh? Wait. Read your comment from yesterday. <laughs> and then they go, what's wrong with you, psychopath? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. The, I, I, you know what? I'm kind of for this whole. I want to see this thing play out because I just want to see the, the feathers get ruffled. You know, these, these folks that are... Uh, the, Anyone who thinks that the federal government is doing them favors is a fucking moron and they deserve everything that's coming at them. Like, you mm. guys are idiots. Anyone who's, who's like, I want to sacrifice... No, I'm sorry. That's the wrong accent. I totally want to sacrifice all of my rights so that the federal government can come in and regulate them. Like, that person deserves what they have coming to them. I apologize to all of the people. You just hurt my ears. I, 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 I very much apologize. Felt like I was in Portland again. There are two different types of stupid. I'm triggered. People. <laughs> there are definitely two different types of stupid people. Some that sound like this, and then others that sound like this. But they're the same fucking group of people. Like, stop trying to control what everyone else thinks. Yeah. Can we can we just agree that we all have different viewpoints on stuff, and we're gonna do with our bodies whatever the fuck we want, and you don't get to control it, like pot is not a dangerous thing, man, and we should totally let it go? Or, pot's totally dangerous. It's gonna hurt you and the family structure, and it's gonna turn your kids into faggots. Yeah. Same group of people. Same group of people. Exact <laughs> same group of people. They're just... They're, they're coming at the argument from different yeah. sides, but it's the exact same mentality. And you think after all this arguing in this day and age, being able to see people's arguments on the internet in this day and age, they would realize that they all have opposite stances on different subjects, and they're all sound exactly the same. Yeah. I love this, but hate that. Well, I love that, but hate this. Well, you need to agree with me, or you're not American. You need to agree with me, or you're a fascist. That's, oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh, that is a whole other episode, the fucking fascists. But you're right. 
if uh, if you don't agree with me, you're a fascist and your book should be burned. Wait, what? Whoa! You want to you want to burn? But I'm a fascist, so you're gonna burn my book. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm really confused by what you think fascist <laughs> means. This is a very confusing topic, and I frankly I feel like killing my unborn child because uh, <laughs> because of your argument. Like I'm so enraged that I want to not only punch a baby but my unborn baby right in the face. And a kitten. A I want to, I want to punt a kitten into tomorrow. <laughs> no, you make a good point, man. Like, if you if you're gonna espouse your beliefs as uh, as libertarian, then be libertarian. Like, the, me doing whatever to my unborn child does not affect you. Mm-hmm. Ergo, you have no skin in this argument. <laughs> like, you don't get to have an opinion here. Yeah, it's it's however I want to handle my family. They don't. They don't care if you if you spank your kid or if you're super woke or whatever. But the moment that you fuck with an unborn child, well, we need more people in this world. No, we don't. Yeah, no, we don't. We need fewer people. We are. Yeah. If we're getting more people, they need to be quality people brought up by quality parents, not people that don't want them. Frankly, I think that anyone that doesn't have a child should get a tax break at this point. <laughs> like you should get you should get taxed more if you have more than two kids. Mm. I, I I think that that's like China went about it wrong. They were like, if you have more than a child, we're gonna uh, you know swoop you up into a van and abort you on the spot. I think that's the wrong the wrong mentality for the government to have. But I do think that if you have more than two kids. Each additional kid comes with additional taxes. There you go. You're going to get taxed harder for having multiple kids mm. beyond the beyond the second. I've heard this argument. And I'm, it's interesting. I, hey, I'm just I'm just coming up with this shit off the top of my head, but it sounds pretty good in the moment. <laughs> I gotta I gotta say I'm in even this moment in this day and age. In this day and age, even I'm on board with this argument. <laughs> ah. But you also don't run a libertarian page. That's true. If I ran a libertarian page, anything goes. Like, what are we talking about here? We're libertarian. Like, that's the definition of... I fancy myself a libertarian. Just let things happen, and fuck you if you don't like it, and yay for the winners. Like, that's how that goes. And then when the system all comes crashing down, guess who's not going to be alive? The rich fuck. You you think his bodyguards are going to stick around and keep... No. What are you talking about? What are we talking about here? He doesn't have bags of surplus goods in his basement. Right. He's got a bunch of fiat currency sitting in a bank account that he's doling out. Like, it's not it's not going to work in an actual collapse. Right. <laughs> like, well, come on. It's like, wait, you're going to pay me in paper? Yeah. No, no that's not going to work for me. And frankly, like, as much as I love the gold and silver stackers, like, those guys kind of have it wrong, too. Like, no offense, guys, but it's it's going to be seeds, like seeds for produce, that are the real currency. Like, mm-hmm. if you if you want to become wealthy in a collapse of society, start stacking seeds. Like that's you. If you have a bunch of silver and all of a sudden society collapses and you're just like, oh shit, I got seventy pounds of silver that I'm going to hump with me through the wilderness. Right. What's the, what's you the, can't eat silver. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with that? And then like, they're gonna be like, "Hey, I'll give you a quarter ounce of silver for this food." And they're like, "Like, I no. can't spend the silver." What am I? Fuck you! Like, I'm sure you'll get trays, but it'll be like, "Yeah, okay, I'm gonna need three ounces <laughs> of silver for this bag of potatoes." Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be women and seeds, like, and kind of the same thing at a right. certain point. But <laughs> it's gonna be it's, <laughs> women in fertile land. Yeah, I oh, wait, mean, same thing. It's going to be uh, uh, skins, you know, furs, skins, women, and, Cotton farmers. and seeds. Like, that's really it. Like, let's let's be honest with ourselves about this. Like, none of you have really thought about the collapse of society if you're stacking silver. I'm, I, I love you guys. I really do. I understand what you're doing, and I agree with it. Silver was, you know, $10 an ounce uh, a decade ago. You guys, you guys made a great investment. Cash out. And start buying fucking seeds like squash. I can tell you right now, from my own experience this last okay. summer, squash is the real currency. It's almost like a noxious invasion. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, okay, we planted a, we planted four squash plants. We went to Costco, 
and we bought uh, two spaghettis and two butternuts, and they have taken over our entire backyard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. You, you open the gate, and it's just giant-ass leaves <laughs> it's everywhere. nuts. I, we have harvested... Like, I'm scared to walk through in the dark, because I think those things are going to take me down. Dude, it's insane. We've harvested, like, 80 squash from these four plants, like... If you want a good investment, there it is. Like we we spent a dollar fifty on each of these plants, and we've got here. yeah. If it collapsed today, you would be able to eat for like two months. <laughs> that's about right. I don't I don't think you're wrong. Like a about squash that. a day for sixty days, dude. Yeah, small farmers are the real winners in the uh, in the global economic collapse because they've got fertile land and irrigation. And well, I mean, and they know how to run it themselves and they know That's how to run it thing. themselves. Yeah. These guys with a million acres or whatever, they don't know how to run it themselves and they can't no. protect it. No. What are you going to do? <laughs> it's just going to get raided. <laughs> We're going to send out drones with, with, you know, with micro, you know, uh, speakers on them. Hey, you're on my land. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, I just shot another drone. <laughs> Great. Five. That's seven this week. Good job, guys. Yeah. 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 When, when it comes to the, the global uh, collapse, gold and silver stackers are, are definitely doing it wrong. I'm sorry, guys. I love you guys. I really do understand what you're doing. And if you I, want to trade your silver out with seeds, give me up. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll trade you two packets of, uh, of seeds for an ounce of silver any day of the week, for sure. Because I got packets of seeds. I got a, I got a whole box full of packets of seeds. Because they say that they expire in a couple years. They don't fucking expire in a couple years. <laughs> here's, the, here's the reality. In this climate, in this very low humidity climate, they don't expire. They they will grow. I don't know if you heard, uh, recently scientists found a clay urn in a shipwreck uh, off the coast of the Mediterranean. Hmm. And they they pulled it up and it's like a, a five, 6,000 year old tree that had seeds of this five, 6,000 year old tree. They planted them and it grew. So what the fuck are we talking about here? You know they just want to sell you more seeds every year. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. The Global Collapse, brought to you by Monsanto. <laughs> Dude, I had, I had a couple years straight where I could not stop talking about Monsanto. Like, of all of everything that was, that was encompassing, like, that was in, invading my thoughts, that was infiltrating my mind... Monsanto took up a ton of time. It took up a ton of free real estate in my brain. Monsanto raped your brain. Oh, that, yo, for sure. Just like the raped everything else. <laughs> Dude, in this day and age, Monsanto is the fucking winner. They they did it. They Well done. Is that his real name? Because that doesn't sound Jewish. Monsanto. <laughs> 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 fucking nailed it, Bo. Dude, he's on top. Bo, Bo is swinging for the fences tonight, is what's happening. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah. yeah the, the whole libertarian thing is very interesting. Like, the fact that uh, these people who espouse themselves as libertarians now are having problems with anything that people are doing is hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Like, th- these are the true retards. Like, you're, no, you're not libertarian. You're libertarian as long as people think what you think. Right. Like you're just like every other group. Every other group. What are we doing? The true libertarians aren't a part of an online forum. They're just <laughs> like, uh, yeah, my neighbor is, is a little bit loud at 10 p.m., but you know, I don't say anything because that's they're you know because they're living, because <laughs> they're alive and you know, you know, cogent, able-bodied humans. That the true just, libertarians are trying to move out of the city. Yeah. Buy a little piece of land with no internet access. Dude, that's oh, that has been a dream for a someday. minute. Yeah, someday, man. I'm going to eat squash and rabbit. Dude, in this day and age, it's hard <laughs> to come by quality rabbit. Uh, well, I'll trade you a rabbit for some silver. <laughs> I got some silver I need to get rid of. It's going to take more <laughs> silver <laughs> than you have to trade for my I'll rabbits. Start, I'll start selling silver bullets. Good against rabbits, feds, and vampires. What's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so funny because I did really, I I seriously considered stacking silver uh, a couple years ago. I got in, I I started watching some YouTube videos, got interested in the community, and I was like, that's where they get you. Okay, all right. I see what you guys are doing. It makes sense. 
Uh, it would have been a great investment at the time. If I had done it when I started thinking about it, I could have made 60% on my investment and just cashed out and been good now. But then the practical side of me started thinking about it, and I was like, why? But for why? Mm-hmm. For what? Like, it's not useful at all. Maybe it, maybe it becomes another form of currency in the future. Maybe. But that's going to take... A hundred years. A hundred years <laughs> after the collapse. Like by the time there's cities and shit back, you're gonna be too old to carry your hundred pounds of silver around. Right. Like what are you gonna what are you doing? Yeah, and then some people are like, Well, silver's too heavy when once you get enough, so start stacking gold. Well sure. That's okay. the natural progression. So you're gonna carry around eighteen pounds of gold and trade it for what? Like you want a meal and you're gonna be like, Can you break an ounce? <laughs> that's dude, that's a great point. Like what are you gonna do with gold? Like, people are going to see it and be like, and? That doesn't feed me. Right. You only give up my food, my family's food, for a lump of gold. And you want me to break it and give you three quarters of a coin back. No. It's going to get to the point where an ounce of gold is going to get you an ear of corn. Like, (laughs) what what are we talking about here? Like, you guys are retards. I hope you guys heard that. Because that's how I feel about this entire argument. talking shit over here? I am. Just over here talking shit. Yeah, the the libertarian in me is is totally fine with people doing anything that they want with uh, with their bodies, with their time, with their money, any of it. That's fine. Totally fine. Uh, And then, you know, the conservative side of me is like, well, we should be fiscally responsible as a unity. And then the liberal side of me is just like, but we do need to care about people's feelings. So how do you manage all these things at once? And it truly does come back to, for me, libertarianism. Like, I I don't get to it. Like, the conservative and liberal sides are always going to be fighting each other, no matter what. So it always falls back to me on just let people be. Just let them Mm -hmm. do whatever. Let them think whatever. Like, it's, it's to the point now where I believe we should legalize all drugs and stop fucking caring about what people do at any given moment. With the only caveat being, like, okay, I don't think we should be preventative about our crime, our crime enforcement. I really don't think we should be preventative about our crime enforcement. I think we should be reactionary almost exclusively. I agree. And, uh, you know, punitive, punitive, Crime enforcement has been shown statistically to not really work, but that's really the only thing that makes sense. Like, what? I'm not into this pre-crime set up DUI checkpoints, and he could have hurt someone. No, oh yeah, like, no, I'm against speed limits and drunk driving laws and seatbelt laws and all that. Any of that. But you know what I do believe in is turn signals, <laughs> and they should be fucking used. Frankly, I should think we should be giving more tickets to people who aren't using turn signals. I don't really care about any of the other stuff. Drunk driving statistics, you, know, you can go fuck yourself. I don't care how many drunk drivers you pull off the roads. How many non-turn signal <laughs> tickets did you give? How many tickets did you give for people who change lanes without signaling their turn? Because that's the real fucking danger in our society right now. I, I truly believe that. Like, that idiot's going to cause an accident before the drunk... The guy... If a guy is drunk driving, odds are he's been practicing for a while. <laughs> He's being super careful. He's being super careful because he, and I, I say he very specifically <laughs> because he is way more likely to drive drunk and he has probably been practicing a lot since he was like 16 of drunk driving. Like <laughs> he knows what his limits are. He knows which routes to take. So he doesn't encounter a lot of traffic. Mm-hmm. Like he at that point is probably taking the proper precautions to ensure that danger doesn't happen to the larger society because he probably cares about the larger society. I can tell you right now, I don't think she cares about the larger society in a bigger way. She cares a lot more about her family centric localized little group, way more than the larger society as a rule, which is why she doesn't use her turn signals. which is why she doesn't use her turn signals is why she's flying down the road, not using her like, just just switching lanes willy-nilly driving like an idiot but it's also why he is significantly more successful at suicide 
And frankly, that statistic alone is 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 a good enough argument why he should be getting paid more for his work. You know, like he. What about equality? We need more female suicide. Nah, he's way more likely to die. He should definitely be getting paid more. <laughs>